Yo! Welcome to the Way Family Podcast. I am Zach, and this is my wife. Hey! And here we are, in our bedroom, after we put our son down to sleep, just recording a podcast, (laughs) sending it out into the interwebs. Here we are. Yep. Well, Hannah? Yep. uh, That's me. Can can you tell, maybe we have a new listener or two new listeners or mm-hmm. a dozen. Just tell them what this podcast is about. Oh, what, what isn't it about, really? It's basically about um, anything that we want it to be about. We talk about um, food and family stuff and relationship stuff and camping and backpacking stuff, music stuff. Like, just, like, a lot of stuff. But we don't really know anything about anything. We're just regular old peeps just talking about stuff that we kind of know about just with our experience. And we're married, Zach and Hannah, been married almost three years. We're both 26. We have a kid named Forrest. He's almost two. And we live on the central coast of California. Yep. And that's about it. That was disgusting. <laughs> I just burped. It was a wet one. Sorry. <sighs> All right. Well, um, we finished up the wellness series. What did you think about that, Han? Oh, what did I think about it? Yeah. What did you think about I it? I think it was good. I mean, it was it was good for us to talk about it and like bounce our ideas off each other and stuff. And, you know. Yeah. I liked it. I'm glad it's done, though, because then we can talk about other stuff. Yeah. It was kind of like, oh, we're really locked in for five weeks. But it was good because we like we knew what we were going to talk about for those five weeks, for sure. But I am glad that we can talk about other things now. Yes, me too. Mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking as I was listening to those episodes and uh, exporting them, I was thinking, man, I really wish that five years ago I could have listened to something like this. Yeah. Because that would have changed a lot of the things that I did. Well, uh, obviously, if we wish we could know what we know now, back in the day, I mean, that would solve a lot of problems, probably. But here we are. We can share our experiences. Yeah. And maybe that will help some other people and encourage them or bring some... Something to their life. Yeah, something. Something. <laughs> Hannah doesn't like it when I say, bring value to people's you lives. you say it all the time. <laughs> well, it's just like a podcaster's thing. It's like, you have to bring value to your listeners' lives or you are not doing your job. It's just like, it's oversaid by a lot of people, not just you. Oh, Anyways. I was on the podcaster's hangout uh-oh. Facebook group, and oh there was this sassy lady who was like, if you use vocal fry, you are a fool and should stop po- podcasting. Everyone hates it. And I was what like, is vocal what fries? What the frick is vocal fry? So I had to look it up, and there was like a million people commenting. They're like, oh yeah, I hate that. You're not professional. Everyone hates you. You're stupid if you talk like that. And it's basically when girls talk with this nasal tone and draw out the words. What? 
Yeah, it's called... That's a real thing? It's called vocal fry. I would have thought it's when, like, your levels are peaking, like you're... Like oh, it's yeah. frying the mic or whatever. No, it's you're frying your vocal cords. Cause yeah, like Janice uh, from Friends. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Chan Bing. <laughs> Chan Bing. That was so good. Thank you. Oh my gosh, Chan Bing. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, Anyways, how was your week, hun? Yeah, my week was good. Um. My week was good. I started going back to the gym. I started riding my bike again. I've been eating healthy. Yes. I have my goals set for work. We've been really busy, so I haven't been very bored. And hmm. um, so that's been good. Good. Yeah. And I, uh, man, I just feel so good when I ride my bike to work and when I climb yeah. over my lunch break. It is amazing. It is amazing. Like normally at the end of the week, Friday night, which is tonight, the night that we're recording, I would feel like just sitting on the couch and just maybe even going to bed early (laughs) and just, you know, tired mentally, physically, emotionally, just all everything. Drained. But I don't feel like that. I'm like so stoked for the weekend and I am just, I don't know. I feel good. (laughs) Ready to party. It was a good week. It was a good week. Good. I think if I keep this up, then I won't have the Monday blues. Whoa. Yeah. So do it then. Okay. I will. Okay. Good. I sometimes feel like Macho Man Randy Savage (laughs) after I get back from the gym. (laughs) Monday, Monday, Monday. <laughs> oh my God. But the cream will rise to the top. Okay. So that's going to be so weird for anyone who doesn't know who Macho Man Randy Savage is. He is the best wrestler in the Worldwide Wrestling Federation. <laughs> and he is crazy and insane. And I love him. You should watch yeah. some interviews with him. I love him too. <laughs> When he's just like spinning. Yeah, when he's just spinning. <laughs> On balance, off balance, it doesn't matter. I'm better than you. <laughs> and he's like totally serious. So that is your homework. Look up Macho Man Randy Savage interviews. It's the best. <laughs> so Hannah, how was your week? Um, My week was good. I just started, well, I guess it was last week. I started a Bible study with uh, your mom, actually. Your mom is the one who teaches it. And um, it's been really good because we have small group. Well, we have first we have like a time where we talk about what we were working on this week. And then we have our small group time where we just tell each other what's going on in our lives and pray and stuff. And then um, Zach's mom does like a little sermon and we're going through Psalms. And it's so good and it's so encouraging. And my small group is really good because... um, well, it's a good group of people, but I like that there's all different ages. Like we have some older people and some people our age, and it's just a good mix. And Mother Evelyn's sister is in my small group. Oh, Sister Carolyn. Yeah. And We're not I- weird Christians that say that. <laughs> I say that jokingly. Yeah, we just, yeah, it's our friend's mom, Mother Evelyn is, and um, we it's just, it's a joke. We're not like <laughs> nuns, but... um. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it's really good. It's really encouraging. And um, 
It's nice. And they have like childcare. So Forrest gets to play with all their trucks and stuff. And it's just, it's a good time. And he has so, fun friends. Yeah. He kept, when we left this Thursday, he kept on saying, fun friends as we were leaving. He was just like so happy. And he usually doesn't do good like in the nursery or like if I have to leave him somewhere. It's only the nursery. That's the only other place that that happens. Because if he's being babysat by either my parents or Zach's parents or his sisters, he's totally fine. But um, at the nursery and at the nursery for Bible study, it's like usually pretty hard for me to leave him. But he was just so happy about it. He had so much fun with his friends and he played with the fire trucks. It's just a good day for him. So that was good. And I've just been busy with business stuff and orders i had migraine yesterday so that was rough oh yeah that was rough yeah i went to bed early um but overall a really good week yeah well i'm glad to hear that yeah are you ready to have a good weekend i am ready i'm so excited i forgot to cancel our blue apron so we... uh, again literally like the fourth time <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I don't want to cancel it, but I don't want to pay for it. Yeah, it would be nice if we could get it for free. You're right. <laughs> it's so good. It is so good that it is very good. You're right. But the thing, every time I see that box, I think $60 <laughs> and then it's only three meals and I've already bought in groceries. Well, so it's just like, you're messing me up, man. Well, we have got to send free boxes to six people now. And mm-hmm. I sent it to one of my coworkers, and he got his box the same day. We got our box. Was he excited? Yeah, Ruben was just ecstatic. He's like, oh, yeah. And then I signed up for like Simple Green or not. What is it? All green the, Apron. Not Green Apron. All these that other That is ones. another one. Green Apron is one? Oh, Green Chef. Green Chef. Wait, Green. Something Green and something Simple. Simply, yeah. There's and a bunch of them. He signed up for like four of them, and he was like, oh, I just am so excited to cook with my boys. And <laughs> It's awesome. So, so cute. That's gonna, He's that, such a good dad. That means it's going to be a good weekend when we got Blue Apron and I'm, we're going to make some good meals. And your parents are coming. Yeah, my parents are coming to visit. We're going on a date on Sunday. Yes, a fancy date. We already talked about what we're going to wear. So <laughs> Zach knows it's fancy wear. Oh yeah, fancy wear. <laughs> we're going to an Italian restaurant and that means pasta. <laughs> I cannot wait. Oh, I might so go full fancy and order a glass of red wine. Oh, I'm getting lemon drop for sure. They have the best lemon drops there. I'm going to ask for a, two ta- a 2012. No, you should ask for, um, may I please get a wine list? Yeah. Um, <laughs> except it's going to be one of my high schoolers as the waitress. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, sorry, we're rambling. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, actually, before you, we get into the main topic, we do have a survey, and you saying that word "rambling" it triggered oh. it triggered a little Trigger memory. Word. Yeah, I'm offended. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, we have we have a survey, and it has been awesome so far. But we would love it if all of the listeners would take the survey because it will help us become better as podcasters and as hosts and it will help us figure out how to better navigate topics and um you know it'll just help us yeah it'll, it'll help us out and we've gotten a lot of responses so far but there's still a lot of you who have not taken the survey and if you could that would be very helpful but i found we've got some really 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 nice listeners mm-hmm. and then we have like two or three 
ones that are not that. Yep, that's okay. So here are some of the things that I've no, picked up. No, we don't. Well, okay. Zach cutting hand off. People don't like that. Mm-hmm. People don't like Hannah cutting Zach off. People don't. No like... one said anything about me cutting you off. Oh, one person did. <laughs> no. I have to show you. I've got to show you. It's true. <laughs> It's true. I just think that most of the listeners are, they love Hannah more than me because well, I mean, look at 91% me. of our audience are females <laughs> between and 70% of them are between the ages of 18 and 24. So what's not to like? I guess I can understand. But hey, girls, you have to be nice to me too. They are nice to you. Yeah, but I'm specifically talking to two of the not nice ones. <laughs> Okay, well, they, it so, wasn't not nice what they said. Oh, no. It was not nice. Okay. Well, we're doing one of the things that someone said they didn't like, taking forever to get to the main topic. We're, t- we're taking too long right yeah, now. Yeah, well, they can deal with it. Oh, gosh, honey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep well, talking. Well, anyways, please take the survey. And on to the main topic. <laughs> this but, week, but wait, sorry. Going on with the survey, we do appreciate even the negative feedback. We want to know it because, I mean, we don't know who's telling us this, so we're not gonna like get mad for you telling us your honest opinion. I mean, some of it might hurt our feelings, but that's okay. We are big. I'm a big girl. Zach's a big boy. We can take it. Just give us your honest opinion. We want to get better. That's what we're trying to say. Yeah, and yeah, we. we honestly really love all of our listeners we do we do we have the best listeners so take the survey please on to the main topic today i have a very special guest for a very special topic oh hashtag mom boss (laughs) i'm gonna put that as the description of the show wow so i'm so honored um, today i have hannah olivia way from (laughs) handmade knitwear formerly (laughs) handmade crochet wear formerly handmade (laughs) you're right wow did you do some research on your subject before i might have a wikipedia page pulled up Yes, that is me. Hello. Thank you for having me on the show today. So, Hannah, or can I call you Han? Yeah, you can call me Han. So, what I'm wondering is, how did you get into crocheting and knitwear? There must be just such a fun backstory to that. <laughs> okay. Well, my really cool boyfriend... Keep it together. My really cool boyfriend got me... Um. A bunch of crochet hooks and a bunch of yarn, some like regular yarn, some like really nice yarn and a couple books on crocheting for Christmas one year. We were only at that point, we were only dating for two years, I think only. I mean, two years is a long time, but compared to how long we dated, two years wasn't that long because I remember I was living in Ventura and I had up until that point, I had been doing the, um, I don't know if you guys know, but (laughs) I was doing the nifty knitter is like this circular loom and you it's basically like a cheap way of doing knitting. It's just like it's easier. It's like not real knitting, whatever. You know, I think that I know what you're talking about. I probably they because you were things. my boyfriend at the time. Oh, that's who it was. <laughs> yeah. It was me. Yes. Shut up. So um, I had been doing that, but I really wanted to actually learn how to make real beanies without cheating. And Zach, my cute boyfriend, 
totally got me the best Christmas present, the crochet hooks and the yarn and stuff. And then I was about to go on a road trip with my family to Minnesota because that's where we're from. And so I learned on the road trip to Minnesota, but I did not have a smartphone. I had no way to look at YouTube videos or, you know, anything like that on the road. So what I had to do was, well, I printed out some sheets at home and then we were on the road and at every hotel I used my dad's computer to look up stuff and look up YouTube videos. And I cried so much when I was making my first beanie and it came out lumpy and like pointy and weird, but I made a beanie and I was so proud of myself. And who wore that beanie proudly? My husband. Well, my boyfriend at the time. And even then, until he became my husband, and then our baby son wore it. He's got a giant head, so it fit him. (laughs) So how did you transition from being on a road trip and crying, (laughs) you know, every 15 minutes to having a successful Etsy shop? Well, my on that road trip, we were going to see my family in Minnesota, and my grandma who lives in Minnesota helped me a lot with crocheting and that was when I actually was actually crocheting when she helped me so after that I just was experimenting with stuff it it took a couple years well maybe like oh no I think it was that summer was when I started selling stuff and I just like I had just been experimenting with things and people were like wow I really like that can you make me one and so I was making stuff for people and then I was like I need to sell this stuff. <laughs> I don't want to just like, I love giving stuff to people and I loved it, but I was like, I could also make money from this. And cause I was a super poor college student. So then I, I decided to start an Etsy and I had Zach's sister Zoe model for me. This is when we were at, at SDCC. Um, and it was just like random. I had no idea what I was doing. I just like took pictures of stuff and was like, eh, I'll sell this. But I had no idea how to market it. I had no idea how to like even take good photos or even like I didn't have a a uniform way of doing things. I and think we were on the like iPhone 3. Oh, uh, I didn't have a phone at that point. I was using an old iPod. Oh. Yeah. It was like your old iPhone that I was using as an iPod, I think. Oh, right. That was an iPhone 3. Yeah. So. With a zebra print on the back? I don't remember. But anyways, that is how I got started selling stuff. But how I got successful, I don't, I don't really know. It's like, how did my Instagram get so popular? You know, like, I don't know how that happened, but that's why I got successful in my business because I'm promoting all the time on my regular Instagram. And that is how, like, it just transferred over and people like what I make. So I guess that's, that works. Awesome. I wrote, I have st- the stuff written down. Do you want me to go over it? Yeah, I would just... Um, touching on that real quick, I think, and this is something that people mentioned in the survey, and what I would imagine a lot of your followers value is your authenticness, your genuineness, your... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just being yourself and that's what people like (laughs) and Mm -hmm. that's and it's cool to buy something from someone that you like know and someone that you feel like you have a connection with or like you have seen their life story and you're supporting them Mm -hmm. 
So I think that's pretty cool. I think that yeah. that's, if you were like working for a company mm-hmm. and making beanies, I don't think that you would have as much success. Yeah, probably not. There has to, it's the name behind it. It's the hand behind <laughs> the handmade. Aw. Right? Thanks, hon. So tell me about being a mom boss. Well, I. T- tell me what you got written down. Well, I'll tell you about that part first. Okay, yeah. Like, that's something that, well, I'll talk about later on my list of things that I wrote down to talk about, but balancing home life with, like, quotation work life because I'm working at home, you know, and at first it was hard for me to find the line between work and not work because it's all at home. So I've had to, like, I don't do work when Forrest is awake for the most part um unless he's just running around outside then i'll just you know be knitting or something but it's hard to find that balance because you want to be productive but also you there's other things that need my attention here so um that has been tricky to find that and i've been staying up pretty late a lot of nights which i used to be used to back when Forrest like never slept but now he sleeps through the night and I'm used to like a good night of sleep and so it's kind of like disrupting my schedule a little bit that's I think that's partially why I got that migraine yesterday but that is it just it it makes it a little harder because I am a stay-at-home mom it's harder to run the business it's basically like I have a night job so um it's hard but it's good because I love doing it and I love working hard at something that is helping my family and being creative is awesome too and making stuff that people like is like really awesome too it's like really fulfilling especially when people take pictures and they're like i love this beanie and i i love this hat that's on my baby look at how cute my baby is it's like wow they like it yeah you know i was scrolling through my feed today and i (laughs) saw a baby wearing a beanie and i was like I know where that beanie came from. Who? It was Stephanie's. uh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Goldie. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I just really like that. I, it's not really, it doesn't really seem super like work to me because it is like a hobby that has turned into a money making thing, but, um, it does get stressful at times. So I'll just say that. Okay. On to what I wrote down. I just wrote some tips on starting a small business because I get I get questions about that a lot. And the first thing that I would say to you if you're thinking about starting a small business is just do it because the worst thing that can happen is you don't sell anything. That is the literal worst thing. Like no one's going to tell you that you suck. Nothing else bad is going to happen to you except maybe you don't sell anything. Then that just means you need to change what you're doing. Um, and not like change what you're selling. I mean, just like change the way you're going about it. So if you're thinking about it, just do it. Just get an Etsy. Etsy makes it super easy to start a small business, um, and take some photos and just get the word out there. And I believe in you. I think that if I can do it, I think anybody can do it. So how's that, man? That's good, man. (laughs) Thank you. Um, okay. What's your next tip? The first couple tips that I have, uh, is having uniform products. And by that, I mean like 
uniform, not like a uniform that you wear, but like all the same. So if you have different sizes of something, make sure that when you make the size medium, that it's the same every time. It's the same size. It's the same everything, you know, um, because that will get tricky. Like you don't want it to fit somebody weird. You don't want it to look totally different than your photos, you know, stuff like that. Um, so make sure like if you have a pattern, like if you're sewing or knitting or whatever you're doing, make sure you write down like how you did it so you can do it the same every time. Um, next tip, have good photos. We, Zach has always done my photos, me or Zach. And, but this last time we got a real photographer who does it for a living to take our photos and she did such a good job. And I don't think that every person needs to have a professional photographer. I mean, if you have access to that, then do it right when she say definitely yeah because she did such a good job and it's like the photos make such a big difference but i mean i am kind of i am an instagram husband but yeah you are my and your photos are really good do not compare no because she's literally this is what she does every single day but anyways even if you can't get a photographer which most people can't and that's totally normal you should at least try your best to have good photos, whether that means borrowing somebody's good camera or using your phone. I mean, some of the photos that I have on my Etsy are my phone photos, I'll, I'll be honest. But um, just make sure that they're good, have good lighting, make sure it shows the detail. If there's detail, make sure you get a picture of it on a person if it's something to be worn, you know stuff like that. The more pictures, the better, even though on Etsy, they only let you have five photos, which is so dumb to me. Like why I, it, that I don't understand that. But anyways, good photos with good lighting and show the detail. Um, my next tip is the packaging. So if you just throw your item in a bag and send it off, I'm sure the person's going to love your item. But if you find something special to do for your packaging like a little note or like cute a cute ribbon or i i don't know there's lots of different things R- you could wrap do. it in craft paper and tie it with a bow and yeah. then put it in a box yeah you could do that there's lots of things you could do but packaging like the details like that like <clears throat> sorry those mean something to people and that's like really special so for my packaging i do well, I started out, I made, I drew all these tags with, I, it said handmade on it and had a cute little flower. They're like really pretty, but I ran out of the ones that I drew. So now it's just like a plain one that says handmade. And then I, if it's more than one item, I tie a ribbon around it, like in a cross, I guess, and put the tag on the ribbon. And then I have a little thank you note and everyone, and it's a cute thank you note and I make sure I write their name. I make it personal and say like, I hope you like your fisherman beanie or, you know, whatever it is and thanking them for their order. So little things like that mean a lot to people because I know when I get something that's just like thrown in the bag with like your packing slip, it's like, okay, like that's, I could get that from like anywhere I order online, you know, like any old store online. But if it's a handmade store, handmade, I didn't mean, (laughs) I wasn't saying handmade. Um, if it's a handmade store, you kind of expect a little more, I guess. So yeah, yeah. Like I remember when we got our um, Red Rooster coffee yeah. grinder, hand grinder, 
And it like came in this really nice packaging and it was in a little burlap sack and yeah. it had their logo stamped on it and a little nice little letter. You know, one idea that I had while you were saying that what? was maybe you could put your business Instagram account and say, tag us in your photos. Yeah. That'd be a good idea. Or like you could leave a little card that has a coupon code if they want to you know shop again that'll like more likely to generate more business you know stuff like that there was i got this makeup from this um natural makeup company is just this lady that does it herself it's really impressive her company is really impressive but um the two things i was really impressed with was the packaging when it came it came in this little canvas bag and it was a handwritten note um, thanking me for my order and it was from the lady herself. I forgot her name. And also how fast it came. It literally came in like one and a half business days. And that was like a big thing. That was like something that I remember about them. So that's my next point is if you can ship it out like really soon, because that is also something that is memorable for people. Obviously, if you have a if you're doing handmade stuff, it's hard to, especially if it's made to order, it's hard to ship it out really fast. And that's like me. I so don't ship all, it out really yeah, fast. All your stuff is made to order. Yeah. That's why I, for me, it takes like my processing time is like two to three weeks before shipping because of the amount of orders I have and because I am the only one working for me and takes a while to make stuff and it's handmade so for me that's not a thing that i do because i mean i try to get out as fast as i can i do get it out as fast as i can it's just not two days but that's and another thing that people like though i would say that if you're buying from a smaller company just give them a little bit of grace because it's you're not buying from amazon prime yeah and we're so used to ordering something mm -hmm. well especially us because we have amazon yeah. prime and we buy We're literally spoiled. everything on Amazon. Yeah. When you're used to having free two-day shipping. It can be You can get pissed off at someone for not getting your order out the door. Yeah. But you forget that, like, they are making it. They don't have an office. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Another thing. Well, this kind of goes along with that. That if you are going to, like for me, since the items take a little longer to make, I always make sure that I have good communication with the customers. So like it says it will ship in one to two weeks or whatever, two to three weeks. If it's going to take longer than that, which hopefully it doesn't, but if it does, I will always send them a message and say, hey, just wanted to let you know because of the amount of orders I have, your order is going to be shipping out a little later. Thank you for your patience, blah, blah, blah. Just to keep that communication open and because if they don't hear from you and they haven't gotten their order, they're going to get frustrated and that's understandable. So now I've got a question about like shipping and things like that. Sure. How, how do you do shipping? Um, hmm. Where do you ship from? What's your <laughs> shipping process look like? And um, do you send them tracking numbers? Mm -hmm. Like how does that all work out? Well, if you have a shop on Etsy, you can basically do all of that right from Etsy if you have a printer um, or if you have access to a printer. So for me, I just go when I have the order ready, it's all made. I'll go 
to my Etsy and there's a place where you can print out shipping labels and it takes the money right out of your account. It has the tracking number on there. It automatically sends the tracking number to the person who ordered. It does basically everything for you. You just need to print it out and then tape it onto your package. And that's all you have to do. You bring it to the post office and you're done. So that once we got a printer and once I figured that whole thing out, like you have to set up shipping profiles, but it's totally worth it. It takes a little bit of time. And then once you're done, it's literally like you click and you print and then you ship it. It's so nice. So I would super recommend that. That's one reason why I haven't gone to my own website because it's so helpful and easy to do that with the high volume orders that I get. So um, yeah, I would recommend that. And I just ship it right from my house. If Is that what you're wondering? Like as your return address. Well, yeah, that's what we're figuring out. I think we're going to get a P.O. box. But right now, yeah, that's what it is. What about international shipping? How does Etsy work with that? They do that too. They will, because you know, if you're sending something international, you have to write out a customs form and you have to do all this stuff and you have to get in line. You can't do it at the machine or anything. But Etsy will do all of that for you. It fills out all the information. It's the same thing. You literally just have to drop it in the mailbox not not your own mailbox you have to go to the post office but yeah it's really easy they make it very easy i'm so glad because it would take me way longer remember when i had to write it all out and then i have to go to the post office it took me like two hours to send everything out so what's your next tip my next tip well i think that this maybe i should have talked about this in the beginning of my tips but this is an important one um Make sure you figure out fair pricing for your item. This is a tricky one. It has been tricky for me. Pay yourself first. Yeah. You have to make sure that you pay yourself. Obviously, you want to have it at a price that people are going to want to buy at, but you also don't want to, you know, cut yourself short because you put time and effort and work into that, whatever you are selling. and that is what people are paying for. They're not paying for, you know, the yarn that that I use. I mean, they are paying for that, but they could go out and buy yarn themselves. What they're paying for is my time. So And your expertise. Yeah, and my effort and yeah, and my knowledge of the subject. So the I looked up online how to price your items at a fair price. And I came across this article that was talking about um the item cost and the wholesale price and the retail retail price. So basically the item cost is like the materials, like the cost of the materials you used plus the, what you're paying yourself. Like, so your hourly rate, you know? So let's say a thing of yarn costs me $5 and it takes me two hours to make a hat. So that would be, if I'm paying myself $10 an hour, that would be $25 is the item cost. So a wholesale price would be double that, so $50, and a retail price, which is what you're supposed to have on your Etsy, what you sell to the average Joe, would be double that. So that would be $100 for a beanie. That's... No, like, that's like, who's going to pay that? Like, and I'm I'm thinking, I would never pay $100 for a beanie. Like, never in a thousand years. Even no. if I did not know how to knit, there's no way I would ever pay that. Even if it was from, like, my favorite person ever like I just wouldn't so then I was like well that's not really gonna work so then I was like well what do I do now so basically 
that's a tricky thing to figure out, but you have to, you have to figure that out and make sure that you're paying yourself a good amount. Once you get to the point where you have business, you can put your prices up a little bit higher because you're going to be doing so much work that the people who would stop buying once it got to a certain price, like it wouldn't matter because you'll have that money made up just by that tiny price increase. Does that make sense? Right. So, so let me speak on this for a little bit. Yeah, you do it. Because this has been the bane of many husbands' existence <laughs> when their wife decided to start an Etsy shop. <laughs> oh, boy. Listen, women and men <laughs> and and everyone listening, if you are not making money and you're investing time into this, your valuable time, which you can never get back. Time is the most valuable thing. And you're taking it away um, from your family and your friends and you're not getting a return on your investment, it is not worth it. Yeah. It might be a cool hobby. Maybe you should keep it as a hobby because if you're not making money off of it, it is worthless. And Hannah, don't don't take this personally. What? But there was times when you did not make any money and we were actually paying. I know. Way more for yarn. We were like paying people to take beanies. (laughs) basically we were well not and i was people, like but. hannah this has to st- we can't do this that was back when i was selling beanies for like ten dollars i was like sure ten dollars just anything sure, anything I, you want to give me you weren't that good i mean you were good but you weren't yeah. that fast and so it'd take yeah. you like three hours and you're making five dollars profit maybe yeah oh i I wasn't doing it for the money hannah you are a child slave laborer but at the beginning though i think that that's at the beginning of your business i think you're gonna have to have your prices be low like not super low like that but lower than what you eventually hope to get to because you do want to like you have to undercut the competition. Yeah. You do want to beat out some of the other competition by having low prices. And if you don't have a ton of business and you have lower prices, you can get those items out fast and that will like leave an impression on those people. So they're going to want to come and order from you again, maybe for their friend's birthday or, you know, next year or whatever. So, cause in the beginning I did have to have low prices. Like when I was making all those scarves, I was selling them for like 20 bucks and they, they took me like four or five hours to make. Right. And I was in college. I didn't have money for yarn. It was just like, it was, I was a poor college student trying to make a tiny amount of money. And so I did have to have really low prices, but. Well, there's a couple ways that there. you can get business. Yes. You can undercut the competition. Point. You can have a superior product or you can have the, um, uh, how do you say this? Like in a nice way. You can have people invested in your brand and like repeat buyers. So Mm -hmm. like having people invested in your brand is telling your brand story and having people connected to you. So if you just start an Etsy and it's just the one thing that you're selling, say I I decided to start an Etsy and I was like, I am selling, um trucker hats that i spray paint on a stencil <laughs> on and that was it like no one's going to buy those 
Yeah, that's true. You know, if they don't have any options. If they don't have any options mm-hmm. or if, you know, I don't, I haven't told some sort of story that they can buy into and some feel some personal connection to mm-hmm. like, and then there's the brand like, um, favoritism. Mm-hmm. So like when I go out and buy a pair of jeans, obviously the first thing I'm going to look for is Levi's. Yeah. Because Levi's has never let me down and I'm like attached to their brand. Well, and there's only like when I think about us, there's only a couple of brands that are like that for us. You right. know, it's like certain brands that we're like anything they come out with, we're like going to probably consider if we need to get like, let's say a jacket, we're going to consider Patagonia first. That's right. like one of our top favorite brands. So then like for Levi's, it's jeans. It's like these things that we think of when we need something new, like shoes, you, what do you go to? Vans, Clarks, Adidas. Yeah. It's like you have your thing because you know they're good. They've done me well in the past, you know? Yeah. So you could have that, that rapport with people that are, they're like, okay, this person makes good stuff. It's unique. It's a nice person. I'm probably going to buy from them again, you know? Right. Yeah. And they're connected to like you as a person. Mm-hmm. And that's the cool thing about social media is you can have a story behind your brand also. Yeah. That's my, brings me to my next point is to make sure you have a social media presence because you can do a lot with that. Basically, social media is like the new way of advertising for even like giant companies. They will hire people to use their product and take photos of it. And that is how they advertise. And that is so revolutionary that's like a new thing for our generation obviously so if you have an instagram account i'm mainly thinking of instagram like facebook is fine it doesn't really do that much though i feel like and instagram it just has like i've noticed a lot of sales coming directly from referrals that i got from instagram so make sure that you have a separate account for your business on instagram and make make friends with other people who make things that's like i've just started following a bunch of other knitters and crocheters and artists and jewelry makers and like all sorts of things just people who make stuff because it's like a community on instagram and everyone's like wow that's amazing and then they'll like do different things like i got tagged by this person to share what i'm doing right now and then they like post a picture of what they're doing right now and then they will tag other people so then maybe they'll tag you so then you get exposed to all the people that are following them and then you tag three other people so you get to expose three other people to the people that are following you it's like this big community you know and that's a good way to get the get the word out about your brand and then what sorry were you gonna say something yeah, I was just, I had a little point to throw in there. Yeah, tell is me. Is don't confuse followers with revenue. No, don't. Because you can have a ton of followers and not be making any money. Mm-hmm. And I've talked to a couple of my friends whose wives have started Etsy's and they are very frustrated because they're like, they're spending all this time on social media, taking all these photos, buying all of this stuff. And they haven't made a dime. Hmm. And, you know, that's that's sad. So don't equate followers with revenue. Yeah. Or followers with success. Because that that doesn't mean success. You could have a ton of people following you and none of them have ever bought anything from you. That's not really successful from a business standpoint, you know. 
So you have to like there's a whole ton of stuff I could talk about in regards to like business social media. But basically, like you have to pay attention to what the people like, you know, like you look back and see like what are things that people react to and like I can't even think of an example, but like, let's say it was, I would post a lot of pictures of like me in the middle of making a beanie. And it's like, okay, people don't really care about that. Apparently based on what the likes show and like the comments and stuff. But then when I posted a picture that Ellie took of you and me in forest wearing our beanies, that got a lot of reaction from that photo. So it's like, based on that, you know, that it's showing up on other people's profiles. Like this person liked this, not on their profiles, but like yeah, on yeah, the yeah. news section yeah. or whatever. Because it's showing the humanity behind it, which is a yeah. part of the reason why like Tom's and Crochet Kids is such a huge success yeah. because you feel like you're doing something good. Mm-hmm. Um, and like with Crochet Kids, you can see like who made this. Yeah. And you feel like you're helping, you're helping this person out. Like, you, yeah. And so that's a cool, that's a cool part about small businesses. Mm-hmm. And another thing that you can do on with social media is you could do giveaways and that is a big way to get the word out about your products is give one away. You say, you post a picture and be like, giveaway time. Yeah. Then you say, tag a friend in the comments and make sure you're following us and a winner will be announced. You can win this amazing thing that I've made, whatever you want to give away. And that but people like free stuff. I mean, that's like... People do like free people stuff. People love free stuff. I enter every single giveaway that I see on Instagram. <laughs> you do? I Every single one. Whoa. Yeah. We just entered one today for this preschool thing. I just entered one today for Saddleback Leather. Whoa. Wow. I enter... I don't enter everyone, but I, there's like a small circle of friends that we all tag each other and it's just like... And we all know that we're just using so each other to get so like, don't get annoyed. To, with yeah, we all just know like we want to enter this. It's fine. We can all tag each other. And if you don't want to enter, it's fine. Or if I don't want to enter, you know, it's just like, a, yeah, it's like an unspoken thing. We're like, okay, we'll all just <laughs> enter each other. And But anyways, that's a good way to do it. And especially if you partner up with a couple other brands or small businesses, um, then you're all like, let's say you do four there's four companies involved in a giveaway then all of you are exposed to each other's followers so then you know cross promote what is it cross promotion cross promotion so that's another good way to get business and the last thing that i'll say about starting a small business is um well the thing about having boundaries between home and work time make sure you figure out a time like hours to be working and hours where you're spending time with your family or doing stuff that you need to do at home that's an important thing to figure out that, that I'm still figuring out right and another thing and that's very important yeah it is um and another thing if you have a large workload don't get discouraged by what you like by how much you still have to do, but be encouraged by what you've already done. This is something I literally wrote down yesterday because I was so discouraged because I felt like I had so much left to do, but I had already done a ton and gotten a ton of orders done and sent out. And so I was like, okay, I cannot, I can only do so much at one time. I have to just 
be positive and think about the things I've already gotten done and just keep moving forward one beanie at a time. So don't get discouraged. Just take it one day at a time and you could do it. I believe in you. Open your business. Yes. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Was that too long? No, that's perfect. Okay. That is perfect. Well, I hope that was helpful. I would love to hear if you guys, if any of you have a business, I want to check it out. So if you have a small business, please send it to our Tumblr or to our email. I really want to check it out. Or if you're thinking about opening one, um, then send me the URL once you do. Or if you have any questions or any tips for me about business, please. I would love to hear them. And really though, about the businesses, if you have one, I really want to know about it. So for real, email them to me. I'll probably buy something from you. We might have to talk about that. <laughs> I mean, depending on what it is, but... It'll have to come out of your fun money. <laughs> okay. Um, and I think that I'm going to start making stuff too. What are you going to make? Well, it's a surprise. Was I just so inspiring that you, you just... Yeah, you just convinced me right now. <laughs> I'm no. so excited. <laughs> I've been thinking up this product, uh, which is something that I need and no one makes it. And so Ooh. I want to design it and I want to launch a Kickstarter and I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to just do it, put my heart into it and do some hard work and put some sweat equity into it. Sweat equity. And uh, <laughs> see how it goes. Cool. At, at the very least, I will have made something that I need. Yep. So. Be on the lookout for that, maybe 2017, when I have time to work on it. <laughs> uh, okay, well, we'll get into some recommendations, and uh, I think we have a Google voicemail, and Google. and um, some new reviews, and things like that. So, let's uh, take a little break, and then we'll get into that. <laughs> okay. And we're back. Just and we're back. Hello, we are here with some recommendations that we got from you guys. Just a couple, but a couple is enough. Um, this one is from my friend Brooke, and it was given to us on Instagram, and it was a recommendation for me. It's a podcast called Dear Daughters. I haven't had a chance to look at it yet, or. Uh, listen to it, I guess. But I'm totally going to, and I'm excited to listen to that. So the podcast is called Dear Daughters. And thank you, Brooke, for that recommendation. Shaylee also sent us a recommendation through our email. Actually, through the subscribe on our website. But, you know, same thing. She recommends a DIY toner. Quarter cup apple cider vinegar, three quarter cups water, five drops each tea tree oil, lavender oil, and geranium oil. She says, I use it between my morning wash and moisturize. She also says, thank you for the essential oil inspiration. She also recommends the free sex podcast, which I just told Hannah we should listen to. Oh my, free sex. I did. I know you did. So this is, um, it's a part of the Jabberjaw media, which um, Bad Christian and Break It Down is a part of, and I think Don't Feed the Trolls is also a part of it. Um, I like a lot of their podcasts, so I think that we'll check that out. The hosts of the podcast are two Christian ladies who want to shine the light on the topic of sex in Christian marriage and encourage confidence and grace in relationships. They're open and funny and strive to combat the shame that many Christians have concerning sex. 
And then she also recommended the Staves Spotify playlist. She said it's a great playlist. There's five of them. And if you're a Spotify Premium subscriber, they have commentary from the band for every song. Ooh. That's from Shaylee M. I am going to try that toner. Shaylee, thank you for that recipe. That is something that I will for sure try. And definitely going to look at that playlist. And apparently we're listening to that podcast too. So way to go you for having really good recommendations. Thank you. And um, if you guys are wondering how you can send us recommend, oh my gosh, I'm, just, it's late. I'm trying to talk fast and it's I'm just so tired. Just talk at a normal speed. If you guys are wondering how you can send us recommendations, because we're always looking for some recommendations so we can share um, things that we're into also. And we're almost recommendationed out right now. No, There's I just, have so many. Just nothing comes to the top of my mind. Well, not like if I think about it for like a couple minutes, I could probably think of like five. Right. But, but nothing just, has blown my mind this week. But we want to hear from you guys also. Yeah. So if, ideas. if you want to send us a recommendation, all of the links to contact us are down below. You can send us a Facebook message. You can send us an email. You can send us a message on our website or on Tumblr. Hannah's yawning. Or you can leave us a Google voicemail. She just spit her tongue out at me like a two-year-old. She did it again. <laughs> I'm tired. We just got back from an awesome date. It was an awesome date. It was so fun. We went to a fancy Italian restaurant. And I was going to dress up more. And then I didn't feel like it. But we still looked good. And we had delicious food. And delicious drinks. And really good conversation. Yeah. It was so fun. It was like... that was That's like my love tank. Is quality time and carbs. <laughs> Quality time and carbs. <laughs> There's your joke for the night. I'm just kidding. Hashtag quality time and carbs. Oh my gosh. I should make that a thing. Anyways, is it time for my joke? Yeah. Hit us with that okay. joke. I've literally been laughing about this joke to myself for like five minutes straight. So, okay. <laughs> a man in a movie theater notices a bumblebee sitting next to him. Are you a bumblebee? Asked the man, surprised. Yes, said the bumblebee. What are you doing at the movies? said the man the bubble the bumblebee replied well i really like the book (laughs) i don't get it i really don't get it it's like what the heck is a bumblebee doing at the movies and then he's like well i like the book obviously i'm gonna see the movie (laughs) but it's a bumblebee That does not make sense. <laughs> I guess it could have been any animal, but they chose to have it be a bumblebee. <laughs> All right. Well. Don't act like I'm weird. That is funny. You're weird for not understanding. I very well might be weird. <laughs> All right. Also, if you have a joke or something, you know, we'll take those recommendations as well. Even though that was a really funny joke and I literally have been laughing about it for a couple minutes. It's funny. But if you have any other ones, we will gladly take your recommendations. We love jokes. Yeah, we do. All right. Well, I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and a good Monday. And don't be grumpy today because Mondays don't have to be bad. You can make them good. Or Tuesdays or Wednesdays or Thursdays. No days have to be bad, but this is coming out on Monday. I'm saying Mondays are usually people's grumpy days because it's the beginning of a week. So just make it a good Monday, you know, or make it a good day. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and
And uh, I guess we'll talk at you next week. Yep, we will. Next week, we have a pretty interesting podcast on anti-human trafficking. So be sure to tune into that. Um, that's It was pretty interesting for me to learn a little bit more about that. And uh, yeah, rate, review, subscribe, and share, please. And don't forget to take the little survey survey thing. All right. Love you, fools. All right. Happy trails. <laughs> test, test, test. 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 Test, test, test. Nickelback test. Go. Test. What? <laughs> Creed test. I get the mix up. What's really the difference? I can take you higher. <laughs> Wait, is that Creed? No. <laughs> it might be. No, add some more heat to your voice. <laughs> no. I can take you higher. Zach's melting along. <laughs> okay, well, I guess let's uh, start recording this, huh? <laughs>